The problem with reading is that it's hard and it takes a long time. Also, teaching the peasants to do it was a mistake. Amen. Hey, woman. Welcome to season three. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of The Problem with Reading. I'm Brevin. I'm Steven. And I'm Sam. And here we are on uh, January 6th, for reference, on this beautiful 12th day of Christmas, and just an absolute dumpster fire of, uh, of a day. Uh, it's been an afternoon. Boys, how are we feeling? You know, they were saying that 2020 is over, and now 2021, and I knew, I knew that the abstract passing from one day to the next, from one year to the next, didn't actually affect it. I made many jokes about, hey, ha ha, it's 2021, it's all better now, right? Um, I think there was a little part of me that hoped that that maybe the, the arbitrary passing of a year really would, uh, you know, control, uh, what is it, control Z? Honestly, control Z to undo? I yeah. think we need like, yeah. tab, tab, enter, enter. Honestly, what we've learned is that dates are, in fact, a very left-brain system that we're trying to force events into, and the real world doesn't conform to that. And we're learning that because he, because our abstract uh, inventions of, oh, it's a new year, it's a new me, everything's better now. No, no, it's not, and it won't be. And our right brains would have told us that, but we tried to make our, you know, in- enforce our abstract left-brain will on the world, and it didn't work. Walker Percy would call this the problem with re-entry. You transcend during the New Year's, but then you must you must acknowledge that when the, uh, when the next day, day comes, you're still with yourself. Uh, and speaking of that unbearableness and the numbing that it requires, boys, what are we drinking right now, Stephen? I am drinking a lovely scotch uh, straight from Scotland, which, as Sam pointed out earlier, or where all scotches come from. Yes, that is indeed where all scotch comes from. This is particularly nice. I have a friend who's. Uh, uh, going to St. Andrews right now in Scotland, and he brought back uh, some scotch for, for Christmas. Incredible. It's excellent. Oh, it's so good. But wouldn't scotch in Scotland just be whiskey? Ostensibly, I guess. I mean, would bourbon in Kentucky just be whiskey? That's a good question, actually. Mm. Asking the real questions here. Sam, what are you drinking? Well, at the moment, I'm drinking some Oregon tap water, so we're diversifying mm. a little bit. But right after this, I'm going to go upstairs and pour myself a glass of um, Oregon whiskey. I'm in Oregon right now. I got that impression. Unless Do they call it whiskey in Oregon? I didn't know they did either. We were, yeah, we were at the liquor store and they had this Oregon blended whiskey, whippersnapper, Oregon blended blended whiskey, and it's delicious. Actually, it's really really good. Like, what sort of tier of good are we talking? Like, like it's, is this? It's like below or? scotch. Like one one. It's like mid-shelf good, but it's like mid-shelf good, but it's got like smokiness. Like it reminds me of like a, like a, like a kind of scotch. Almost like a I mean, Highlander that sort of makes that. sense. I mean, they've, they've been burning of. half of Portland, right? So some of that probably got into the whiskey too. That might be it. Uh, but speaking. <laughs> you got the fires, you got the riot. Yeah. Taste the despair in the, in the liquid. Yeah, it makes good, it makes good whiskey. And that's kind of, maybe that's why scotch is so good too. It's just despairing being ruled by England for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, as for myself, um, I am drinking a drink traditionally uh, known as a Manhattan, Um, although tonight it's known by a different name. In my home, I have menus that I make whenever people visit and I give normal cocktails uh, fun, fancy names in order to, you know, impress the guests and because it's fun. And normally I call the mix of uh, liquors and other things uh, that is the Manhattan. I I call it a um, wretched hive of scum and villainy. 
of course, a Star Wars reference, but also because Manhattan is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. As we all know, it's a trash city for trash people. Um, Sam's uh, fiance excluded. Um, and I don't know, whatever friend she wants to designate like, like, uh, like, like Lot did, right? But tonight, my Manhattan is not called a wretched hive of, of scum and villainy. Rather, it shall be known as the Washington, D.C. Uh, to commemorate the events that happened here today. Um, Memento Mori. More like... Seek Transit Gloria Mundi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. All right. Uh, any flash takes on this before we get into the meat here? The Viking leader is the, the leader that we deserve, not the one we needed. I saw the best meme, which was, you, you know those memes that are like, take a photo from the present and say like, you know, 1825 Civil War photo colorized or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it was that, but it said, uh, the Visigoths sack Rome, you know, 800 <laughs> AD colorized. And it's the guy with the Viking hat in the Senate. Yep. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So boys, problem with reading season three, here we are. This isn't a full episode. We're not actually going through some real, some, uh, you know, significant content. This is just to kick things off. Um, but just a little trip down memory lane. So the first episode of the problem with reading which I think in the very first episode, we actually debate over its name, and its name was either The Problem with Reading or what was the other option, Stephen? Metaphysical Wasteland. I lost that argument. This Metaphysical Wasteland. Yeah, good thing we didn't go with that. The Problem with Reading is much better. And it also lends itself very well to titles, which um, we'll see a bit of that later. Um, but that was myself, Stephen, and our good friend Thomas, who is dearly departed from the pod but might be back someday. Um, and then ever since episode three, uh, Sam has been a special guest here. Uh, uh, occurring uh, most frequently, almost constantly, except when he goes and has better things to do, like in Oxford or The Secret. Uh, how would you describe it, Sam? What what was the cult that you joined? Um, it was, well, it was basically the underground of all of, like, Christian political involvement in America and the West. We can't talk about it beyond that. But it's it's the, it's the secret deep state yeah so like just another part of the um the intellectual arm of the vast right-wing conspiracy that we all participate yes in, right? yeah yes good. yeah that one cool. good uh, yeah. On the you, you know it um all right so so sam's been a guest since then episode three uh and as we and as we all know season one was after virtue uh and then some special episodes in there and, and that was a good time and uh what was our, our 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 motto from season one anyone remember the the key phrase you should never have taught the peasants to read well, that, but also that the Enlightenment project of justifying morality was destined to fail. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's my motto yeah. for life. Yeah. Dude, word. I mean, really, um, just quoting McIntyre is a good motto for life. More or less. Honestly, you'd be a better person if you just quoted McIntyre but never referenced it. Everyone would be... Honestly, you, you could get a professorship that, that way pretty easily. I Two got point. through the second half of undergrad, uh, undergrad that way. Thank you, guys. There you Testimony go. for the, the greatness of this podcast. That should be on the back of the next edition of After Virtue. Got me through the second half of undergrad. Never had to read a, another book. <laughs> Seriously, I just cited it in every single paper, and the philosophy professor's like, "Whoa, great stuff!" I'm like, "It's just McIntyre." <laughs> yeah, it's just McIntyre. He says, "Great stuff." It's just McIntyre. So you repeat yourself. There you go. Um, yeah, and then season two, as we all know, has been a collection of uh, whatever we feel like doing, some some random article episodes where we lacked direction, and then the master and his emissary going hard for the second half of season two. And now season three, here is what we got, here is where we stand. There are seven chapters, uh, six and then the conclusion, 
left in the master and his emissary, which will either do singly or half and half. I sort of imagine we can actually maybe get some of them in a single episode, given that we're out of the science portion and it's more like a cultural thing. We can just choose like our top two or three points. Uh, plus, we need to work on the length of the episodes. That'll come up here in a second, too. Um, so, so that you, the audience, know, the main series will be between 7 and 14 Master and his Emissary episodes with a few special ones in there. Uh, Steven, one of your buddies who knows, like, science things, right, is going to have something for us, some critiques of Master and his Emissary? Indeed. Uh, I think I've mentioned him on the podcast before, but Nick, my uh, my resident psych psychology nerd slash expert, is going to be hopping on and giving some uh, much-needed uh, scientific psychological background and possibly some criticism. He is currently reading through uh, the first half of Master and Cemetery, and I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to having him. It's going to be a really good addition. I think it will be, too, although I will say I'll be deeply disappointed that you know he'll shatter all my preconceived notions or whatever because i i have no way to argue with mcintyre and his neuroscience at all mcgilchrist oh my god McGilchrist. yes mcgilchrist honestly all the, all the good people uh they they start with mick or mac and uh the rest is history Though, um, i mean maybe you could just make an argue that mcgilchrist is mcintyre if mcintyre had become a neuroscientist and then you can just cross apply that everywhere so insert person who is an expert in a field that you happen to like they're just McIntyre, had McIntyre decided to go into that field instead. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then plus, of course, we will get uh, Zach back on here to recap the second half of the book. Um, recapping the first half was one of our better episodes, I, I think, uh, technical difficulties aside. Um, all right, so uh, just to, to run you through, we'll have those episodes. That'll be the main stuff. Um, hopefully it won't be too in incomprehensible. But we'll also have some special episodes that we may be looking forward oh to yeah so here are just a few of them well actually here are all of them um uh first is uh we'll do an episode tentatively titled war peace and world order or the problem with war peace and world order with our uh marine friend uh joe uh sam do you have any thoughts about how th how that will go oh that's gonna be a blast i mean we've known joe since revin you and i have known joe since high school mm -hmm. and uh yeah that That'll be fun. We've argued with Joe for about eight years, so I figured that just continuing to do that for the public will be great. Very important question. Will this world order that we're introducing uh, end up with a Catholic monarchy and vast illiteracy rates? Absolutely. That's the only way to achieve virtue. Fantastic. All right. Uh, speaking of achieving, uh, you know, virtue on an imperial scale another star wars special coming this may if we can make it happen because uh, it's a lot of star wars content that's come out since we recorded those episodes and we definitely need so, to cover i don't even think we covered mando season one that wasn't even out yet when we did our first one yeah so no, when, okay, was. when we were back back when we were just dealing with basic eight movie ip now we've mm -hmm. now i mean now we have mando movies. season one and two we have clone Wars season seven uh and then we have like 50 million shows that are coming out and and we also have this whole new era of Star Wars stuff that they're trying to launch. And, you know, hopefully by May we'll have a better indication of how successful it'll be. But very much looking forward to to covering all that. And we'll get Jensen back here. Uh, and, and then, of course, we're going to try and do uh, something with Chris again. Maybe Lord of the Rings, get Sam in here. I don't really know what his opinions are on Lord of the Rings, but I'm sure uh, that addition good. will be good. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Glad, glad to hear you, you, you have that opinion. <laughs> uh, but the reason that... But the reason that we'll need to do it is because Amazon's Lord of the Rings series has a 2021 premiere date. So we need to get on top of that. Uh, maybe another thing that I'll deeply, deeply regret saying, but Five Bucks says it's going to be absolute garbage. I don't think anyone is willing to bet against that. Okay, well, uh, 
other episodes coming up uh, is one on uh, humoral theory. Uh, you know, like the humors, sanguine, choleric, melancholic, and phlegmatic. Uh, honestly, science has kind of been downhill ever since we abandoned that. Like all these personality tests, like the Enneagram, Myers-Briggs. Really, you just need those four categories and you basically got it. And uh, the aforementioned Thomas um, uh, is reading a tome called The Anatomy of Melancholy. And he's told me a little bit about it. We and, and we need to get him on it. Apparently, it's like half a million words. Um, and it's just like this guy who in like 1670 was just like, what is absolutely everything tangentially related to melancholy? And I will put it all in one book and then spend the rest of my life releasing a, a, a edition after edition of it. So, so was he just really depressed? depressed? He, he I, had, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Also... You know, that sounds weird, but as, as far as I can tell, like, that was really common in, this, in, like, the 17th and 18th centuries, was just to, like, release one book and then just continually release editions. I mean, that's all David Hume did. Well, it's the cinematic books. universe of the 1600s. You can't make yeah. a show out of it, but you can write a ton on humor theory. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other uh, four-ish special episodes are, are sort of half-baked, uh, you know, and y'all's commentary is welcome here but you know some some topics i think that could use some meta commentary some reflection about what's the problem with uh, and that's like uh you know rpgs like D D, call of cthulhu etc etc we have we've all done some of those and i think there's there's something to be thought about there uh oh, video games uh get get zach on for that one maybe uh see see what he has to say um and then a subset of that we obviously have to do like a giant, like probably three and a half hour, honestly, episode on Factorio. We all, we all know this. <laughs> three and a half hour episode, which in, in Factorio time is about five, six seconds. Five. Or like yeah. maybe three lines of cocaine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, an, another one that I thought of, and I don't think I've told you guys about, is uh, do one on G.K. Chesterton and maybe uh, Man Who Is Thursday. Because if you guys haven't read that, oh man, that would be a great one to cover. Because it is a mystery spy thriller that then in the last like 10 pages becomes just like an acid trip and uh it'll it's it's amazing and get mojo uh on on to do that with us i'm down i, I would still haven't read it with, with mojo i've read the first few pages of that book and it's already an acid trip so <laughs> <laughs> uh and then uh finally the one uh steven very very half-baked but we were just talking about it but i can't believe that we've never done anything systematically on like the marvel project and like superheroes and the various mm -hmm. subversions of that uh that exist like the boys and then the one that steve and i are watching called talentless nana but i think there's definitely something there for us to go at oh yeah yes superheroes as the uh, current american mythos that's my hot take oh great and 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 and, and the shallowness of that uh of that metaphysic leads to the uh politics we all get to experience every day can't imagine what you're talking about all right uh so <laughs> Uh, that's what you all have uh, to look forward to here in this new year, this arbitrary uh, new division of time decided by our flawed left hemispheres. Um, this next division of time. Let's just say it that way. This, this next, next division of time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so what I'd love to do someday is do like a clip show of like all the top moments from a season, maybe for season three, uh, when we finally make it big and can hire an audio engineer to do all that slogging for us. Or, or, or maybe Sam can do that for me as a Christmas present. Um, we'll see. Um, I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, incidentally, uh, audience, Brevin does all of our sound engineering and whatnot, and uh, this podcast would not exist without him, so all credit goes to no. him. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, well, that actually leads very well into my first uh, couple questions on um, the quiz. Uh, but anyway, so as I said, no clip show, but 
we do have a drum roll, please. Problem with reading trivia quiz for these two co-hosts. And we're going to see which of them knows more problem with reading trivia. And yes, I will be keeping track of the score and writing it down. I'm really uh, hoping this doesn't end up with like a, a zero against zero uh, situation. I'd rather have Sam blow me out of the water with this trivia <laughs> and it yeah. just be both of us like, uh, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I would, there's no chance I'm going to blow you out of the water because Brevin was asking me earlier, like, how many episodes have I listened to of this? And honestly, I've listened to exactly as many as my fiance has listened to, which is, which, which are none. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> it hurts. It really does. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, so this this quiz has uh, ten questions and then one bonus question. All right. So <clears throat> first off, and for some of these, just to guarantee that that someone gets points, it'll be whoever has the closest answer, uh, and and that's what these first two questions are. So answer relatively quickly. We'll go Stephen, Sam, and I'll just demand an immediate answer. So first up, Stephen, how many episodes of the problem with reading have we released? I'm going to say thirty-five. Sam, I'm going to say thirty. Okay, the answer is 41, so that's one point for Steven. Whoa, Score. Yep. 41. Is that counting like the quick 10-second clip ones? Or not 10 no, seconds? that is not counting. Okay. This is, all of these are at least 30 minutes long. Most are longer than that. Which I'm leads asking. into question number two. So I'm going to tell you how many minutes of the problem with reading there are, not including the uh, small, uh, like, 10-second, uh, two-minute clips. And then you tell me yeah. how many hours of content that is. And this will just be first person to shout out a number. If you're within five, I will give it to you. No calculator. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Excuse me. I'm here and dumb. Steven's there getting a PhD. That doesn't math. mean I'm a calculator. If I was going to bring that up. over one, I, I'm at a loss. It's like, okay, I know, the, I know the identity numbers. And then after that, if it's not a letter, I'm, uh, what is it? I don't know any number of pi. So, so if we had like, like, just to like clarify what that means is that if Steven loses this question, he sucks a lot. <laughs> he, he's the absolute worst. All right. So actually, so Sam, I'll, I'll let okay. you shout out an answer first and then Steven, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Okay. All right. There are 2,328 minutes of the problem with reading. How many hours and minutes is that, Sam? Um, 300 hours. Steven. 30? Uh, no, Steven definitely gets math. that. Sam, I don't know what you're doing, but that's... I added Well, I added a zero. <laughs> that would have been yep. very embarrassing. I added a zero. No, uh, you're actually pretty close. It's 38 hours and 48 minutes uh, of problem with reading content out there to enjoy, not including the smaller stuff. So that's two points for Steven so See? far. For what it's worth, I knew it was slightly probably just given that three times six is 18, but I knew that at that point, the order of magnitude would have swung that decisively one way or another I, oh, incidentally i uh, fun fact are the the base 60 of our uh, of our minutes um and hours so 60 seconds in a minute 60 second a second sorry 60 minutes in an hour uh that actually derives from ancient babylonian uh, uh number system they were in base 60 you both know this one already sorry i was eating a maraschino cherry from my um washington dc um all right no but uh, uh these I, are the sort of things that try to start up at cocktail parties and why uh, they never go well. Yeah, whenever you say that, everyone immediately starts chewing on maraschino cherries. Uh, no. <laughs> but, no, no, I thought you were going to bring up the article or whatever about the atomic scientist being like, actually, our, our minute should have 59 seconds for some reason. I didn't read it. Question three. Question three. All right. So I need you to tell me what was the first episode to have Sam. No looking this up. I'm going to give you four titles. First one to okay. say the correct title wins or say, you know, A, B, C, D. 
A, the problem with arranged marriages and candy. B, the problem with untranslatable Greek and social media dumpster fires. C, the problem with cults and Christmas. That one. Or D, that one. That's it. Steven got it. That is correct. Ah. The problem with cults and Christmas is, was the first one to feature Sam. That was definitely it. All right. Question number four. Finish this phrase. Nietzsche was the OG blank. Insult. Steven gets it again. Steven with four, going four for four. Sam is just absolutely Oof. failing here. All right. Yep. So this th- this question you could get half points on. So what I'll need you to do is uh, raise your hand as soon as you know that you want to try and give it an answer, and then I'll go to you. If you don't get it, we'll go to the other person. All right. There are three parts to this question, and then one bonus part if you can get that too. What were each of our fan theories in the Star Wars special? And bonus if you get what... what uh, jensen's was do we have to correctly identify who was whose was whose not necessarily just what were the four okay. uh fan threes? all right sam I mean, I remember a few of them. i mean it was it was the empire did nothing wrong okay darth jar jar was another one Dar- darth jar jar correct and then yeah and then we had something meta about disney didn't we uh Maybe is that, that your final answer head. all right we're gonna go to steven no I'll give I'll give those two because I think I'll get. Well, it. I remember Jensen's, and that was that Star Wars is not actually about Jedi versus Sith, but rather about blue lightsaber Jedi against green lightsaber Jedi. That's correct. And there's just the final one, which I'll give you a hint. This is Sam's. Stephen, do you get this is the one that Sam brought up, and it's not precisely a fan theory. It's more just a fun Star Wars thing. Oh, it was the the White House petition, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I totally drew a, I drew a blank. I so that is that is correct. It was the White House petition to build a real life Death Star. Um, so I am going to go ahead and give yes. Sam the full point for that. You know, just a little bit of charity. He he, oh, he really does need it. Uh, but Stephen, I did say that the that it was a bonus point to get Jensen's, which was the one that you did get. So you will also get a point, effectively sure. meaning that the charity to Sam uh, gets him nothing. All well, right. I mean, the ratio of different. No, okay, I'll see myself now. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, uh, nerd. I don't actually remember that fan theory, but that's really funny. I, I I genuinely don't remember it. All right. Question number six. In episode ten of season one, what did Sam kill with Catholicism? Modernity. That is correct. He killed modernity again with Catholicism. There was a great little there was a great little rant about how like everyone should like all the academics should learn ancient Greek. And then I went on a rant about how no one should learn how to read. That was one of like the the, the core planks of the peasant shouldn't learn how to read uh, ideology that we built. Um, we are best okay. men. All right, question seven. First one to shout it out. The Saint Benedict option is inferior to the vastly superior. That is correct. The Saint Seraphim option. Steven gets that one as well. <laughs> All right. Yeah, guys, guys, we were we were funny back in the day. We, we were. We were. Good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Oh. Question number eight. Which host has never missed a podcast? Steven. That is correct. Steven has never missed a podcast. I have. Sam has never. And anyone else who's hosted. All right. Just for an update, the current score is six for Steven and three for Sam. If he gets the last two and the bonus, he could tie. So we'll see how this goes. See, Greg. This is sort of like Greg. <laughs> this is like Pennsylvania, Georgia, and North Carolina all, all over again. All right. Number nine. First one to say it. What is the title of the only episode to not feature Brevin as one of the hosts? A. The problem with mouse flourishing and cannibalism. B. The problem with coronavirus and techno monks. That one. That is correct. The problem with coronavirus and techno monks. Sam gets that one. (laughs) That Uh, was not a good look for me. Is the techno techno monk Steven? 
No, I don't recall. The Techno Monk was your article on like Silicon oh, Valley, um, right? Like, right. Neos yeah. doing ostensible monk-like things. Uh, yeah. The coronavirus. That was me because I said like, yeah, you. this is all stupid, and people being. And then I tried to like do a Walker Percy analysis on the situation of people being obsessed with their own deaths and and destruction and whatnot. My favorite um, all time it, rant. Yeah, it was. It, was, it turned out it was actually a big deal. The other two uh, titles that we didn't get to were the problem with the WHO and cooperative board games and D, the problem with Steven, which was the following episode in which we eviscerated him for his bad take and coronavirus and technomonks. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Question 10. Sam, you need this if you want okay. to have a chance to tie. <clears throat> in our live episode, our sole live episode, we decided that what are our three roles? Oh, uh, bad Steven. boy. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, so identify the role and who it is. If you get any of them wrong, it goes to Sam. Okay, can I list them in order and then identify? Yes. Mm -hmm. So there was bad boy, there was good natured, and there was good looking. Uh, I was the good natured, uh, Brevin was the bad boy, Sam was the good looking one. Uh, because I'm always the moderate, you're always the, the troll, and then Sam's uh, the one with the good voice. So that is... In the spirit of, oh. of, of, hold on, pause. That is in the spirit of a correct answer. However, you got the names wrong. And so I'm going to give Sam, if, if Sam can say the names more close to the original than you can, then I will give him the point. I thought it was like, I was the hot one, you were the bad one, and Stephen was, I think it was just the good one, but it might have been the nice one. Oh, that is so, well, but, that's better than Stephen, uh, but not quite there. It, it is bad boy, hot okay. one, and sensitive one. Which is... Um, <laughs> however one. just for the sake of the game i'm gonna say sam was closer because he was slightly like good natured eh, and then like the troll is not the same as bad boy so so sam will get that point which means we are down to and sam can if, if he gets this correctly he can tie with steven and leave us perpetually engaged in a struggle for all time oh all right bring it on bonus question question 11 what was the title of our last episode, or part of it. I'll give you for, for part of it. Raise your hand. You mean the one that I wasn't in? You were in part of it. Very much part of it. It was, um, with yeah, I don't know. Video game? Problem with Halo? Uh, that's incorrect. Sam, I'll give you a chance to, to put. Oh, I didn't, there's no way I can give this. because I didn't even open up the SoundCloud. I saw the notification that the problem was being posted a new podcast, and I didn't even look. Hurtful. That's Hurtful just, indeed. that stinks a little. All right, I will give you, yeah. first one to look it up. And give me the answer. It gets the point. The problem with Metroid Prime and Cold Suit. That is correct, hey! Stephen. With the final point, Stephen ending with a win with seven points to Sam's five. Congratulations. You have finished the problem with reading Rigged. trivia contest. Rigged. Rigged. <laughs> Let's go Stormy's house. I won. <laughs> Stephen, I'll storm your apartment. <laughs> it was a landslide. Let's be honest. Uh, all right oh, okay. well that about closes out the content that i had congratulations both you two on your participation sam you were so close it was oh man that was a nail biter there no i won <laughs> <laughs> and our and our listeners know it too soon don't too worry soon, you'll, sam. you'll just enforce a deep state while i can't actually get anything done we both know this there we go. I mean, but I, I suppose it is appropriate for the only uh, host who have never missed a podcast to actually um, uh, to win the quiz, um, even if he doesn't listen to the episodes, apparently. Um, all right. Uh, anything, else from, anything else from you guys, or are we ready to close this, this puppy out? It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. We're good. All right. Uh, so for everyone here at the Problem with Reading Podcast, I'm Brevin. I'm Steven. And I'm Sam. 
And uh, it's season three, baby. Let's make it a hot one. Let's go. Good times. Uh, Hold uh, on. Uh, d- destruction of the American fabric and of political discourse. <sighs> Sometimes it could be like that. Mm. Mm. Amen. Also, why haven't we been doing video this entire time? It's a really good question. Zach called us out on it, but it's a, <laughs> honestly, I just hate y'all's faces. Um, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you sound like my parents. <laughs> my dad. <told> me that. <laughs> uh, that'll be in the outtakes or at the end. Perfect. <laughs>